the Wayne Ayers Podcast. The Wayne Ayers Podcast. Woohoo! Time to wake your ass up for a blessed day. Nice hat. Hey, thank you, thank you. <laughs> how, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. Nice meeting you. Oh, uh, nice to meet you too. Thank you for coming. I know you have so much. I know you got a lot of things going on. I know the big day is coming up, but I uh, appreciate you taking your time out to speak with me today. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. It's, uh, thank you for having me. Um, my first question I wanted to know with you is I want to know like what inspired you to even like make one piece of live action. I know like some people are, like spectacle uh, spectacle about it because like oh it's like the greatest anime of all time. You know, there's so much things. I know it's like. It could be very scary. So, like, what what made you want to do that? Um, well, I was introduced to the project. Um, when I was introduced to the project, I, I knew of it, but I didn't have the deep dive uh, into the material yet. And so I was like, all right, this sounds really cool. Let me check it out. And I started reading, and I was just blown away. Um, because, again, I knew of it, but I wasn't really immersed in it. And it was the combination of a story I'd never seen before, but so relatable and wonderful emotion and characters and all of these, you know, crazy powers and emotion. And it was all just put together in such a wonderful way. So it was like, all right, I'm into this. This is great. Did you have to like go back and watch the show at all? Like the anime show to like really. Um, I've watched some, I I watched some of the anime, but really it was reading the manga. And so it was starting from, you know, like really diving into the manga, rereading the, the chapters I'd read, but then getting all the way up to, the first hundred and then i just kept reading and you know it's a, a thousand and eighty nine i think now and still going no yeah um how did you balance like staying like with the source material from the manga to the show that balance was really tough because you don't want to do a one-to-one adaptation and otherwise just go read the manga or watch the anime at the same time you don't want to get so far away from the source material that people are like what's this this isn't one piece and so that is the trickiest part of this whole job. Um, four years I've spent on this now. And it's it's such a tough thing to know when to, something has to be that way because it's in the manga that way versus, you know what, maybe there's room here to do something that will help us with the live action version of it. Um, even if it's not exactly what's in the manga, it's something that feels like it could be in the manga and is going to help us in a major way over eight episodes. Yeah, I was wondering that, like, would it, like, hard decisions like that? Did you guys, like, ever hit up, like, Oda to be like, okay, maybe we sh- how should we go about this direction? Because I know this is, like, his masterpiece and everything. But, like, is there, like, a, I know it's, like, you got to cut so much content to so much little time because it's. <laughs> yeah, it was more like coming up with ideas and then presenting them um, to him. And so, you know, he had oversight and, and uh, you know, definite input on everything. And it wasn't so much saying, hey, Oda-san, how do we do this? as saying, you know what would, could be really cool is if we tried this or introduced this character earlier or brought you know Garp and the Marine Pursuit in from the beginning. Um, hey, how, how might that work? And then let's run it by him and see what he says. And there were yeah. there were very passionate discussions about, and, and a lot of uh, agreements and a lot of disagreements about how things should go. What was like, what do you find like with the, was the biggest challenge in all of this? Kind of knows, like, as you said, four years in the making, like, what was like the biggest challenge of all of this? I would say that balance you're talking about is the biggest challenge because 
in a perfect world, and I, I said this from the beginning, I really want this show, in a, if this show works, it's going to be because the hardcore fans are recognize it enough to say, oh my God, that's so cool. They, they did it, you know, exactly like in the manga or that's not exactly like in the manga, but that's really cool. And I get w- what they're doing here. I know why that happened. And I'm having the same emotional response or, you know, thrilled response or scared response. And then also get the new fans in who don't know what One Piece is and are going to look at this and go, One Piece, what? I don't know what that is, but what's this crazy show with pink pirate ships and, you know, kid with stretchy powers? No, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys, did you guys go on the same trajectory or were you, was there like a certain like change into conclusion that we wouldn't know? Is there anything like, okay, the fans would be like, like fans of One Piece would be like shocked about during the series? I don't think, I don't think there's anything shocking. A lot of it was uh, what changes there are were in the interests of saying, you know what, we got eight episodes. And those eight episodes have to kind of rise and fall and have their tell their own story. And it's not like you're going to immediately be able to tell a, a new story about the second hundred chap, you know, hundred chapters of the manga. This has to be contained. And so, what are the stories and the emotions that we can use to get those stories told in the best way? And so, part of it was um, things like, uh, uh, you know, one thing that really helped us was the Nami story. And using Nami as a way to kind of, even though Luffy is our, our main guy, that Nami story really bookended the first season. Um, and you, you see her at the beginning a certain way, you learn why she became that way, and then you get the real story and the unpacking of her character by the end. And it was a really nice framing device for the show, for the first season. So like I want to know like if you like like when you go to Netflix with this, do you like plan on like doing like the entire show like as an anime, like how like running as long as the anime has like with so many i don't know they're like over you know what it's, there are so many that there are so many things <laughs> to discuss right now about uh you know moving forward i really can't say uh at this point i want to you know I, again i spent four years on this show i want to like really celebrate that four years and say you know what this is a this is a great first season of television and i really want to i want people to enjoy that and really get hooked into it Oh, nice, 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 nice. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, with the action scenes, I know with CGI and everything, like how much time do you guys have to spend on that alone? A, a ton of time, uh, because there's all these elements that you have to put together. There's actors and stunt people, kind of interchangeably doing doing the stunts themselves. There's the rehearsal time to get those those stunts right, and a lot of them are group fights as well. So there's a lot of moving pieces in that. Then there's a visual effects component. And so a lot of times when you're doing Luffy stretchy power or buggy or even the sword play with Zoro, uh, most of it was real and it was McKenyu, you know, doing amazing sword work, which he's great at. But some of it, like when he has the third sword in his teeth, you you have to do that with yes. visual effects. So he's got something in his teeth, but it's not a, a big, long sword. And so there's a, there's a ton of planning, those action sequences. You, you can take a, a full day shooting a minute or two of action uh, that you're seeing on screen, it just takes forever because there's so many moving pieces and you just have to plan it out really carefully. And so we had a great stunt team. We had great VFX people, great directors, and they all kind of worked together to make the action sequences fly. I know you guys shot in South Africa. What what, what was the decision behind that, like certain location? Yeah, um, the main decision behind that was Cape Town Film Studios, uh, where they had shot Black Sails. And so they had big water tanks up there in addition to um, five or six different pirate ships from the old show. And we repurposed those ships and took kind of the frames of them um, and made them into the the ships from One Piece. 
but that was a huge thing was was the ability to go to a place where they had experience in shooting ships because even if those ships are not on the ocean it's a huge undertaking and there's you have to know how to rig them correctly the sails have to look good you have to know all that stuff you have to know how to build them and make them and and make them seem real like they're actually on the ocean so that was a huge huge part of it and then also um uh, Cape Town is just a wonderful place to shoot. The weather is great. The scenery is great. Um, the crews are phenomenal. They're so talented. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of off at the end of the earth, but um, it, it was a great place to shoot and spend time. Yeah, I know. I was just about to ask you about the ships and everything. Cause like, oh, they really like look identical, like from the show. I was like, like, were you guys surprised? Like when you first, like when it was all finished, like, oh, this actually looks exactly how it, Oh, hell yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, we, we meant to do it. Um, and sometimes it was, it was copying the ship. Exactly. Sometimes it was like, here's our version of the ship that is going to feel like it's, it's, it's almost like the manga, but it's got some cool embellishments and things that we're adding, but yeah, just being on those ships was amazing because we weren't shooting on a green screen stage. We weren't shooting like a little piece of the ship and everything else was filled in by visual effects. You're standing on a, huge ship and the deck is curved and you're you're you know seeing the whole thing and i think it helped us to really visually be able to see the show and then also certainly help the actors um because you know come on the first time that that the crew stood on the going mary they they died because it was just such a awesome experience to be standing physically on that ship no yeah i really was like jealous of the man i really want to be on the ship <laughs> oh it's so cool it's so uh... cool are, are there any like specific moments like in the show that you're like really excited for fantasy? Like, is there like a certain scene or a certain oh, yeah. like, dialogue? Is it, was there like a certain moment that you like revealed that you're like, oh man, this, I'm so excited for people to see? This. Yeah, there were a couple of things that we made the decision with the directors to shoot kind of a a one to one version of it um, and make it look like the manga, the framing, have it look like the manga. So I would say, you know, for me, the big one was uh, the flashback where uh shanks gives uh young luffy the straw hat um we just made a decision to shoot it the way it was drawn and the performances are wonderful the moment is is wonderful it, it I, I teared up when i saw it you know and I'd, I'd seen it a bunch of times um but moments like that that you really are able to take the manga and say yeah you know what here's the live action version of this and you know how does that feel uh that's no, yeah. the best um, were there any like with the special abilities and devil fruit powers are you know they're like really the crazy part of the show uh how do you plan to like visualize these during the series i mean look it's it's uh, uh anything with visual effects is a question of okay we've got a clown that splits himself into pieces and then tosses those pieces around what's that going to look like in real life because when you're the the interesting thing about the manga is the manga will give you panels within the fight Lots of panels sometimes, and the, and the fights go on for, for chapters at a time. But in between those panels, there's stuff happening. Those actors and uh, the visual effects and the stunt people are moving from panel to panel and filling in all that action. And so you really have like moments uh, in the fights, but we have to actually take the fights and, and stitch them all together. And so that's a, a thing that's really challenging is to, to say, okay, here's a fight that took place, you know, here with these people in it. What's our version of that? What's the, what's the cool version that we can do in live action. That's going to look awesome. 
and really play the visual effects uh, component of it, but seamlessly. So it looks like Buggy's actually splitting into pieces and throw, you know, throwing his pieces all around the circus tent. Yeah. How did you go? How did you guys go about the process of like picking the directors or people to like write on the show with you? Um, it, certainly the writers was something that um, that I did um, as far as, you know, bringing in people who had uh, who were great writers and had a lot of experience. Um, and was there like um, anything you like you were specific looking for? Kind of like sometimes like, OK, we want this writer because they kind of remind me of they could bring this along or. Was there yeah, I mean, it, a lot of it is is talented people. Um, but then also trying to find a really good representation um, of people's backgrounds. It's like you don't want your room to look like everybody is is exactly the same. You want all those different background experiences and different types of people because it just makes the show better. Um, so, you know, diversity is key. You know, having a good mix of men and women is key. Um, uh, same with the directors. It's it's challenging um, to find really good people always but there are so many really good people out there too and so it's just a matter of saying hey come play in our sandbox and by the way we're bringing you to south africa for a couple months on top of that which was a tough thing for for people to uh get behind sometimes it's far away and it's a long time to be away from home that's that's true homesick that's a very good thing uh, yeah. i mean that's a good thing but you know <laughs> um what's I know you mentioned Nami earlier about the story. Um, do you think her character is like the most compelling story in the show? Certainly one of the most compelling. I think, I, I believe that all of the Straw Hats have a really compelling story. Um, and that's one of the things that I really wanted to do was make sure that those flashbacks got into the the, the live action show because there were certainly cheaper versions of the show that were discussed that did not have the flashbacks in them. And that was something that I fought for really hard because we need those flashbacks. They're huge as far as telling you who these characters are. So yes, the Nami story is so wonderful because when you do figure out, you know, it's revealed what she's up to, you're like, oh, I understand. That's why she's so cold. That's why she can, you know, say, I don't care about people. I just want to steal things and get, make money. And you think it's because she's selfish. And then you learn, no, no, she has this whole other uh, motiv motivation behind that. And, and same for... Zoro's story, same for Sanji's story, same for Usopp's story. They're all these great, sad, tragic stories of things that happened to them when they were kids, but they totally inform who they become as adults. Yeah. Uh, just say, like, if the show, I feel like the show's going to get renewed for another season. Is there, like, a character that you, like, have read about that you're like, oh, I really can't wait to, like, explore their story? You know what? There's so many. I, I really, I you know, uh, certainly people are are, you know, in love with Ace. They're in love with yes. um, with you know uh, uh, any number of the antagonists, um, uh, they're in love with with um, uh, you know with Boa Hancock. They're there's just there's so many wonderful characters. Um, it's it's a, a wealth of choices. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite character at all? I don't want to put you on the spot. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, I, I I have a lot of favorite characters, but I would say I have a real soft spot for Chopper. Uh, <laughs> he's just just the best um and and it can go from so cute to so massive um and it's just it's just such a great story i love that chopper backstory as well no yeah i love chopper chopper is like one of the most like cuddly like uh, i wish chopper was like real <laughs> i know i know <laughs> um as a producer like is there like anything like personally like man i can't like this was my goal for this show like do you have any like personal goals for this show 
I mean, look, I would like uh, uh, the 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 thing that I wanted from the beginning for this show was for fans to the fans of the manga and of the anime to like the show and feel like you know their justice is being done to to Oda-san's masterpiece. Um, but then also to be able to get in new people uh, who have never seen the show before and are going to hopefully fall in love with it the way that I fell in love with it, the way that we all have fallen in love with it if you're a fan. Um, so it's it's about wanting to serve both the people who know about it and the people who don't and bring them all into the tent together. And that's that's kind of my personal goal. Did you um, did you ever like check out the reactions of people after like the trailer release and all the like behind the scenes snippets? Did you guys do you guys ever check for that, or are you just like, all right, we're just focused on August thirty first? I, I I'd like to say that I don't focus on that, but I absolutely read it. I read I read comments. I read you know social media posts. Um, I don't take it all to heart, you know, because some people love it, some people don't love it. Um, but just to get a, a general overall sense of what people are saying, I think it's useful. Um, and and yes, I definitely pay attention. Do you like see like the like did you see like a crazy fan conspiracy? They're like, oh, this is like dead accurate with the show, or did you not see? No, I didn't see anything about that. Um, and it's not. I mean, that's the thing, is it's very, very close to the show, but it's certainly not a a one-to-one in any way. Um, and so that's that's one thing that I want to stress. It's like if you shoot the show exactly like the anime or even exactly like the manga what's the point of doing that? If you're going to do the live action, you want to make sure that you are doing a really faithful adaptation of the show. That's going to make you feel the same things you felt when you read it or watched the anime for the first time. Mm-hmm. I like it. I got some fun questions for you. <laughs> you know, my, uh, my One of the first fun questions, is if you could have a, any devil fruit in the show, what devil fruit would you <laughs> want to have? <laughs> oh, wow. That's a good one. Um, that's a good one. I, I think... Um, I, I, I like buggies. I, I gotta say that chop chop fruit is 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 something. I think that would be really super cool. No, yeah, buggies cool. My favorite yeah. one is probably laws. Uh huh. Laws uh-huh. Is, is super cool. That's, yeah, that's that's my favorite one. Yeah, laws. yeah. I, I really hope that happens too. That that would be that would make my day. Oh, <laughs> uh, but next one is if you could uh, if you could recruit three people or three pirates from the straw hat pirates. You can only recruit three of them to be on your on your like team. Who would you want to have? Only three. I would say, I would say Zoro for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the sword play. Um, I would say, well, Chopper, just because I love Chopper so much, um, and I and I think he's incredibly powerful too. And then, I think, um, I think I actually think that. Um, that Nami is um, a really uh, cool character and a cool member of the team because she's she's really smart. She's a planner. She has the you know all of her, her kind of boosted weather powers uh, later in series. Um, I think I think she'd be a, a a real asset. Well, you can't travel without her. Yeah, exactly. You get lost. Yeah, you. <laughs> uh, if you can have a, a character's like special signature move, what would move would it be? Gosh, signature move. Um, I think I think that. Um, well, that's a good question. You know what? I like I like Luffy, and I like the way that Luffy is always gearing up, and that his power is changing and evolving 
which um, everybody does to a degree, the longer the characters are, are on the show. But I really like seeing Luffy power up and get to the new years. Um, and I think that's really cool. That would be a good power to have. Oh, did you see his new gear? Uh, I know it came out earlier this month. His new gear five? Gear five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gear five yeah. is awesome. And I love the white hair and all that, too. It's fantastic. If you could recruit any member from any other, like, uh, pi- or any pirate from any other crew, who would you want to recruit? Outside of the Straw Hats, who would you want to recruit? Law. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's awesome. No, Law. I like white beard. I'd probably have white yeah. beard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with white beard. No, yeah, I don't know if he would want to be part of the crew though, or if he would want to be captain though. Exactly, yeah, that could be yeah, that could be an true. issue if you recruit him as a as a as just a crew crewmate. <laughs> what What do you think is like the best villain in One Piece that you like read in the manga so far? I mean, look, uh, Kaido is a really ferocious villain. You know, um, that's that's a great villain. There's so many. Uh, that's the thing about One Piece is is the villains keep kind of stepping up. And, um, you know, what one is, is, is greater than the next. Um, and it's, it's, it's a tough one because it is so inventive. It is so the, the world is so rich. Um, but yeah, I, I think Kaido is, is pretty ferocious. Big mom also, big mom's a great villain. No, yeah. I, no, I, like, I like the Yonko. Kaido is fun. I like, I like drunk Kaido. That's my favorite version of Kaido for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my last question for you today is uh, what, what, if you could share, like, where are three words to describe this series? I think the series is fun. That's the number one is, is, is fun, fun, and more fun uh, to, to this show. I think it has heart, uh, which is really important because that's the emotional connection. So the fun, the heart, and then I think it's really exciting. Um, it, the adventures are so unique. They're so clever. Um, the new places that they go and the new obstacles that get thrown in their way, um, are, are really gripping and exciting to watch. So yeah, those, I'd say those three. 